When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the 77 WABC minicast. This is the Miller Report with Suzanne Miller. Let's talk about the migrants for a minute. Like yeah. my parents came from Eastern Europe. They came here legally. They waited online. They were sponsored. They had health screening. They went to Ellis Island and they came here and they worked. So I know this is not, it's something that it's a global issue, but how, what do you think should be done? So at the embassy level, so when they do come here, these people want to work and it's a humanitarian thing. It's not their fault. They, they don't want to come here on coyote. They don't want to be sold as sex slaves. They want to come here legally, but they, there's such lines. They're doing everything they can to get here illegally. What would you do to get them here legally so that they could be, we, we need workers. We, we need people that are going to fill these jobs. What do you suggest we do at that level to get legal migrants here. Well, you're correct. I have three sons. They're all gold brick slackers. Uh, you know, you have to scrape the barnacles off their backside from playing video games all day. They're on the computer. They would no, never go out and do the kind of work that I was expected to do when I was a kid. I delivered newspapers, the Daily News, 168 daily, 182 on Sunday. And that was early in the morning. And it was expected of you. You want an allowance? Hey, go out and get a paper yeah, route. That's yeah. simply what they told you. No more. We coddle our kids. So you're right. We need worker bees. Uh, my grandparents on my mother's side came from southern Italy. They were the Mexicans of the time. They were ditch diggers. They couldn't read. They couldn't write. The northern Italians, forget about it. They <laughs> thought they were the best. So all the southern Italians came here because they needed work. They were barely surviving in Italy, and they would take any job. And my grandfather would uh, shape up at what is now the Brooklyn Battery Tunnel. They changed it to the U-Carry Tunnel. Get out of here. It's always the Brooklyn Battery Tunnel. <laughs> and he would shape up. And at that point, the Irish were the foremen. The previous generation, Irish need not apply, right? Now they were the foremen. And at the end of the day, they would say, hey, guineas, wops, dagos, no jobs today. Maybe come back tomorrow. You might get a job. My grandfather had to suck it up. Yep. He didn't like being called that, but he had 13 kids. Yep. They were lucky if they got a bowl of pasta vazul and a piece of bread each day. If you look at Empire State Properties, my company, 95%, 95% are immigrants. Yep. They're the hardest workers, but we want them here. We want them. We want to welcome them, but we want them here legally. So exactly. what would you do with the bo at the border side to, keep, to get them here well, legally? What Eric Adams does not understand is that first generation of immigrants that you're referring to who came in the hard way are the angriest because they had to jump right. through the hoops. Yep. They And you should see the test for citizenship. I guarantee you, having administered on the radio, and you know, talk radio listeners are pretty sharp. 95% of the talk radio listeners failed it. You, gotta, you actually have to learn American history, which they don't even teach our kids. Like I said to my kids, hey, you have history? Yeah, once a week. We had it every day. We right. had civics. They don't have it any longer. So for you to get a green card, a working visa, and then eventually citizenship, wow, you had to wait a long time. You had to work hard. You were worrying all along. Gee, if I get in trouble, will that jeopardize this? Now the migrants get an easy pass. We don't even know who they are. 
I have no idea who they are. Why wouldn't you take advantage of this easy pass if you were up to no good or maybe even a terrorist? That's the reason ICE was formed after 9-11, because we realized the hijackers got here and overstayed their visas. People don't realize ICE is good. It protects America. But we have elected officials who call them thugs. You can say, what? It's a law enforcement agency. So, so you agree legally is, is how we have to go. I guess we don't have the answer of how to get them here legally. Well, but- uh, let me give you some other ideas uh, that are good business is you should have a migrant force to come in to work. They do their work and then they go home and they'll live like kings and queens forever on the salaries they make in America. Some of them already do that. Secondarily, I would say sweat equity at the border. They never finished the Trump wall. I think even his detractors realize we need the wall. So to the single, able-bodied young men, you put mortar and brick, and you say you build a quarter of a mile. And remember, brick and concrete is stronger than iron that they have there now, cast iron, because remember the Berlin Wall. Why not legally, Curtis? Why do we have to go through all this? Why can't they just go to the, have enough staff at the embassy so they could apply the proper way like our family did? Uh, yeah, um, a little compromise here. If they help us finish the wall, right, at no expense to the taxpayers except we're paying for the brick and mortar, it's their sweat equity. Hey, maybe then they can become an apprentice. They'll know how to do brick and mortar. We'll have taught them a trade. Secondly, This is sports-related. You know how bad the Yankees and Mets are this year. 40% of the illegals coming into Venezuelans. They love baseball. So in Randall's Island, where they have a tent, the Mets and the Yankees should have a tryout camp. (laughs) We could use some good ball players, right? Let them earn their way into the major leagues, unlike El Duque, (laughs) who had to travel through shark-infested waters from Cuba. All right, so let's go back. Last question, Curtis. What are the three things about New York that drives other cities crazy, like Boston? Like, what are the things about New York that is so fantastic that other cities don't even like us? Uh, First off, the fact that we consider ourselves the best and not like the rest. We're we're pretentious, obnoxious at times, obstinate, stubborn. uh, You talking about yourself? Yes. Omnipotent. (laughs) Think you know it all. And we walk around with a chip on our shoulder because we know New York is the place that everybody wants to be. That's number one. Number two, if we can clean up our subway system. Imagine you can get around anywhere. Anywhere. Now it's 290. I mean, you get into a cab before you even go a block. What is it, like 585? And it keeps clicking. And most of it is a hidden fee that you say, what? The? Meantime, the cab driver is not making money either. So uh, obviously to have what was the greatest subway system in the world. And the third is the freedom to live 24-7, 365. I can't tell you how many places I've been in the world. 11 o'clock, roll up the sidewalks, even major famous cities. I remember being in London when I organized the Guardian Angels there. I said, I'm hungry. It's 11 o'clock. First of all, the food is horrible. Oh, well, there's kebab places and there's fish and chip places. Yuck! I mean, the food there is horrible. Here... It's the best of what the entire world has. And it's the best of immigrants that the world has. They want to live here. So we get the cream of the crop. So remember, the people who really work hard, they do well academically. Where is it they want to come? New York. But if it keeps deteriorating, if we keep hurting the quality of life and not improving it, there are other parts of America they would much rather go. Leave it to Beaverland, Father Knows Best, Little House on the Prairie, because nowadays you don't need to have a shingle in New York City to do business. You can be in Provo, Utah, and you can compete in the world global economy.
Well, I'm not giving up on New York. It's still the best city in the world. It has the museums. It has sporting events. It has food. It has people. It has energy. We're going to survive. And thank you so much for what you do. We need you to continue to help us. And I wish you luck. Thank you so much. If I can become mayor, I guarantee you the real estate industry will be back at it simply because I'll make everything safer. And with safety, everything else will come back. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you for coming on The Miller Report.